Hello everyone, welcome to Vondra's View. It has been a while. If you, you know, have been tuning in every two weeks or every week trying to see if there's new content, it's been an entire month since the last post. So no, it is not your device that's tripping. It's definitely me, um, but we're here, we're back. So the next post is about communication in or and relationships, um, anything revolving around communication and relationships, and um, why it's important to communicate with the ones you love and ways to do that. So we're just gonna, you know, express a few points and then we're gonna get right into it. So this is our way of exchanging information and knowledge with one another. People learn through life experiences and others and um, are we being open with one another? This is the, the question that we want to ask. So uh, the few points that I have, the first one is expressing how you feel. I know some of us are more straight factual than how we feel about certain things or how someone feels about certain things because emotions and feelings, you know, they fluctuate, they vary, whatever the case may be. But this is the first thing, especially if you are in a relationship that seems very stagnant or void or it's not getting anywhere, but you have people in your life who are just there, you know, and, and maybe you haven't talked it out with this particular person expressing how you feel is it's important so that you can get away you can get at what the temporary issue is because it's just temporary at that very moment with how you feel the next thing is being open to your loved one's emotions oh my gosh so feelings emotions here we go right being open to your loved one's emotions even if you don't have any in that particular moment let them talk you know listening to them where they're coming from is important because if you're being open to hearing someone's emotions um it shows that you're not going to invalidate them in any way and just listening is important so if you um, are not really open to expressing how you feel, at least listen and, and be open to what they're going through or how they feel about something. Um, the next point is being open to criticism about certain behaviors. <laughs> so that is not to, you know, throw off the first two points, but being open to criticism about certain behaviors is necessary because not saying that the way others view us is just super, super important because, you know, we should never let someone validate, you know, how we are to ourselves and how we treat ourselves. But when others are in relationship with you, they see certain things that you may not see. And, you know, it is okay to receive critical, you know, comments about the way we act about certain things and of course this can be done with flavor and and you know it doesn't have to be super you know rude or anything like that which is another point we're going to make but yes people see certain things that we don't necessarily see about ourselves you know sometimes we can project and not even realize it so you know when you're in a relationship with someone yet again whether it's a friendship or with you know parents or you know brothers sisters it is important to to hear them out when it comes to your behaviors um the next point is very obvious just talk it out 
learning to be vulnerable versus logical. So this kind of helps out with the first two points. You know, some of us are more logically driven. We want to get to the facts. We want to um, just just face the facts and things like that. And that's it, clean slate. And we don't know how to be vulnerable, but it's important when you love someone that you are being open and being vulnerable to want to fix the relationship. When you show vulnerability, you know, this shows that you care for somebody. You really want to fix whatever problem it is that you're having with them. Um, expressing to a significant other your likes or dislikes. Don't feel bad for telling others how you would like to be treated. Yes, some of us, we cross bounds. People have boundaries set in place. And if you're not um, respecting those boundaries, you know, people have to express, hey, I don't like how you did this. Or, you know, this was comforting for me. Um, and this also plays into what our love language is, um, which is the next point, making sure you're meeting each other's needs and wants. Um, this is a part of our love language because not saying that we're always going to get what we want or what we need from that person, but if they would like to try to upkeep a relationship with you, then yes, you know, they're learning what you like and what you don't like and your needs and wants in the relationship and the same vice versa, you know, you're learning about them as well and what they need and what they want out of their relationship with you. Consider your voice inflection. The way we say things to others matters, okay? Be gentle and gracious in speech, which is one of the scriptures that I um, have down below. But yes, consider your voice inflection. You know, some of us, we have a little bit more attitude. I'm one of them. Uh, some of us, we have a little bit more attitude, a little bit more sarcasm, you know, because not necessarily, it's not that we're, you know, doing it because I can speak for myself. I can't speak for everyone, but it's not that we're doing it, you know, to invalidate someone's um, expressions or, you know, how they're feeling about something or, you know, whatever the, the case may be. It may be a defense mechanism. I know that I, you know, use voice inflection, a little bit of attitude and sass because I want someone to know like, hey, I'm standing up for myself. And no, you are not just going to you know, say whatever to me and think that I'm not going to express how, you know, I see the matter. So yes, consider your voice inflection. Um, that's something that I can call myself out on and work on that. So, you know, if you have a little bit more sarcasm and some people, you know, are not really sarcastic people, they don't like sarcasm. They don't like when someone, it may feel like, you know, you're invalidating their, their emotions and what they're bringing to the table by the way you say something. So yeah, you're going through the communication, you're growing, excuse me, you're growing through the communication, which is very true. When we communicate with people on a daily, people need people, you know, we have to consider that communication is very important in any relationship. It shows that you're open to learn not only about your partner, but yourself included. Um, you will see, you know, especially when you become self-aware, whether or not you um, are more passive aggressive, if you are handling things um, a little bit more um, irrationally, should I say, are you being open when you're communicating? So you're learning about yourself. You are willing, willing to become self-aware of how you treat others and it helps build healthier relationships. 
debates are healthy. Yes, debates are healthy. Um, we just make sure you, you know, agree to disagree because, you know, debates can have a never ending, you know, dialogue. And it's important if you don't agree with something, even if you love someone, you will still disagree with them. So yet again, what are the solutions? Are we going to agree to disagree and just leave whatever subject it is at that? Um, prayer is one of the least regarded forms of communication that should be used more often. Of course, we should be communicating with the Father. You know, com that is the first thing that you need to do, especially if you want to, you know, build up relationships that you, you have in your life. Prayer is one of the least regarded forms. And I think that we always need to take it back to him. Are we communicating with, with God? One of the most important relationships is the one we have with him. So I just said that. But yes, make sure you are slow to speak and eager to listen. Um, I've made this point a little bit earlier, but listening is very important. So yes, these are some scriptures to consider. We have Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, and I will read it for you. Let's go back. It says, do not let, this is the, um, I'm pretty sure this is standard version, but do not let unwholesome, and in parentheses, it's, it's saying foul, profane, worthless, vulgar. So that's what unwholesome means. Words ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good for building up others according to the need and the occasion so that it will be a blessing to those who hear. So that's Ephesians 4.29, and I'm going to read one more. Um, let's read, I think it was Proverbs chapter 15, verse 1. A soft and gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath. But harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. So this, you know, proceeds into my point about the way we say things. Um, and I'm pretty sure Colossians chapter 4 verse 6 reads, you know, very similar to this. Just knowing how to say something. So a soft and gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath. But harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. And then you can read the other Three, for yourselves, are you only listening to speak or are you listening to grow and learn from others? This is the reflection that I would like everyone to consider. Um, Y'all be blessed. Bondra's view.